This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Buckets. You know, basketball is not a democracy. We cannot vote where somebody will sign. If we could, Kevin Durant would have never gone to the Warriors to begin with. But he did, and the haters were upset. Of course, haters can't vote where somebody will sign, but they can still make their voices heard. Why would you sign with a team that you almost beat? Why would you join the greatest regular season team of all time? You're soft, you're a snake, an asterisk on all your children. Turns out, for the world's most sensitive superstar, words hurt as much as sticks and stones. His Achilles heel was his sensitivity, and also his Achilles heel. He thought he'd be happy if he won a title, he won two. He thought he'd be vindicated, lauded as valuable, when he won a finals MVP, and he did that twice. But if you needle thin skin long enough, you'll draw blood. Durant won, but he wasn't happy. He had the trophies he coveted, but not the respect he thought he deserved. You can turn off comments on your Instagram, but that will only address the symptom and not the disease. So what did he do? He left to Brooklyn to find happiness, to quiet the noise, to silence the haters for real. But when it happened, were the haters even satisfied? Every troll that went up in arms about KD signing with the Warriors, were they now excited that he left? Did anybody tweet, good, my voice was heard, the snake curse has lifted? They did not. Because trolls don't celebrate. Like a virus, they just need a new host. So KD going to Brooklyn just means the Knicks are now a laughingstock. And if Kawhi signs with the Lakers, God willing, then he is the new snake. He's ruining the league. He is the softest player in NBA history. Haters gonna hate. But KD must be thrilled it's not him they're hating anymore. My guest today just got married, which is like signing a lifetime contract in free agency. Please welcome to the show again, Billy Scafuri. You're getting bucket buckets. I mean, good job with that. A mini one just for you. Because I, I know th- you were eager. You're great. You're great at those. I love those. Um, do you remember the show The Wonder Years? Yeah, of course. Fred Savage. Love The Wonder Years. Maybe Daniel Stern was the voice that did the voiceover and kind That's of narrated us through that time in American history. Sources can confirm that it oh, was Daniel Stern. I wonder how many times we say sources <laughs> today. Um, you'd make a great uh, Daniel Stern 2.0. Wow. Yeah. That's high praise. If, I appreciate it. If there was ever, if, if the boardroom of KD's uh, production company ever decides to make a Wonder Years about his life as a kid. Oh, that's cool. It would. It should be you. Wow. Yeah. Me. Use that. A child. Yeah. KD's size. How how tall do you think, or what grade was KD my height? Mm. Fifth grade? 5'11"? You, you're 5'4"? Oh, 5'11"? 5'4"? 5'11". I'm at least 5'5". Five five. Right. He's probably fifth grade 5'11". <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I'd love that fact. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. Everyone's like, you know, Anthony Davis was only six feet tall and as a freshman in high school. I'm like, only. that's pretty fucking tall. Only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did Shit. keep going, though. Yeah. <laughs> and he went to your Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> Amir, we haven't done a podcast in a long time. That's right. Since before the finals started. Yes. The last episode was NBA Finals Preview. Not even a game one. That's right. Um, since then, uh, some team won the NBA Finals. Yeah, Toronto. I don't know. I'm just learning about them now. I guess there's a team from Canada. They're okay. the NBA champions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're led by a man named Fred Van Fleet. It just, I, it didn't feel necessary to dissect it. And then once it was over, I'm like, what are we going to do an episode rehashing how they everybody no- saw what happened? Right. It's like, but when this, when this show and this season kicked off, I think we teed off the whole season. And That's we were right. saying our predictions about, and none of that was concluded. Oh, we never said zero. what came, what happened this year? Because nobody saw 
not coming. No, it's not coming. <laughs> Although we did say Kawhi Leonard was the best basketball player in the world. And that phrase became popularized <laughs> in a very right. weird way. That was after the regular season, was it not? We gave out awards. Yeah, I best think that was the way that we did world. kind of recap the season. Yeah. Right after the regular season, I guess. That's right. And you created the category called best basketball player in the world, which feels like A, self-evident from the title, <laughs> right. but B, why isn't the MVP just the best basketball player in the world? On Separate. that episode, we broke it down, <laughs> yeah. and other people kind of caught up to that, and they said, he's the best basketball player in the world, and he did win the NBA championship this year. That's right. Yes. Uh, so what do you think of this idea that Kevin Durant, who was basically made fun of for three years in a row, right. hated, yelled at, right. ruining the NBA, right? as soon as he went to the Brooklyn Nets, nobody cheered nobody applauded what was the public reaction to that well i don't think that people hated kd as much as they hated the choice he made they were calling him a snake but he went he joined the best team in the league that just knocked him out it was that we can't beat them join them thing and that's like that flies in the face of why we love pro sports so i think we were really hated by that choice we didn't suddenly think like he even though we called him a snake we didn't make him (laughs) out to be a terrible person off the court and then when he comes to brooklyn i don't think we hate that choice as much so we're not as up in arms this time. That's right, but there's not even like a good, I'm glad he did that. The the right. snake part of his life is over. I think you addressed that perfectly in your We're on to the next. Yes. <laughs> I don't care anymore. Viruses need hosts. You think KD's like, I'm coming to Brooklyn, baby. What yes. do you guys think? And they're like, fuck you, hold on a second. D'Angelo Russell's getting traded. Oh my God, what's going on with Kawhi? Oh, my, the haters are so <laughs> much louder than the people who support you. And that goes across all walks of life. All uh, the people who are going to hate and say all the decisions you're making are wrong are going to be 10 times as loud as the people who pat you on the back and they're like, good for you. I also don't know any Nets fans, so maybe that came across. Like, the f- I'm not seeing any, like, people celebrating on my timeline because yeah. who's a Brooklyn Nets fan? That's the thing. And that might, be the, that might be the biggest part of why it's great that they signed them, is that this might actually create Brooklyn Nets fans. Because I listen to New York Sports Radio, even though I live in Los Angeles, and I'm waiting to hear the reactions from people in New York Sports Radio, the people who call in, Tony from the Bronx, that are just like all excited about these two stars coming to New York. Yeah. And no one is talking about the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> and it's so weird, because we just got two of the best 10 players in the NBA. Did you say we? We. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's Uh-oh. happening. <laughs> Point in case, the Nets may start to get new fans that they didn't know. The, the Nets might be like what the Clippers were to LA six years ago. And I think this is a completely necessary swing that they took. Yeah. You they, know, it's like... They want to attach to the transplants. Yeah. You're not going to organically just create this in like five years. That creates like... Your dad was a Brooklyn Nets fan. Yeah. And he raised you, and it's kind of in your blood. And they don't have that timeline. No. They need to just get the two best players, and I'm so happy we got them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm still a New York Knicks fan, and that's just great right now. Um, <laughs> Who's their most recent signing? Uh, Taj Gibson's uncle, I think. Yeah, someone came out recently. Was it? No, Wayne Ellington was Alfred one Payton. Of them. Alfred Payton, indeed. Right, yeah. right. I feel like we like have everyone from his draft class at one point or another now. Okay, I don't want to get to New York yet. Okay. Because there's still one free agent outstanding. Oh, really? There's one guy who said, fuck your game of musical chairs. No, you no. guys will still be waiting Willie for Willie Cauley-Stein signed with the Warriors. Oh, okay, never mind. I <laughs> guess Kawhi's still available, though. Okay, we can talk about him, too. Kawhi Leonard. Yes. Uh, ha- By the way, nice new balances. Thank you. Shout out to Kawhi. <laughs> That's right. Uh, he's aged me mm. this, if, I want to say year, but it's been... 
officially 48 hours. The character it's only you, been 48 hours. The character you, Amir Blumenfeld, <laughs> play on planet Earth and sometimes in videos is one of utter confidence. <laughs> yes. You walk through this world. I believe your Twitter bio is something like, I'll be fine either way. I'm good either way. Human prick. Of I course. mean, America's prick, Amir <laughs> Blumenfeld. Well, I've seen your utter confidence. When the Lakers were at their lowest, you'd still text me Showtime with three exclamation points. That's I've right. I've seen you as confident as one man could possibly be. We're back. I haven't seen an exclamation point from you or the word deserve be text to me in like four days. Kawhi Leonard is I'm clearly, <laughs> he's he's put the fear of God in you. He's, it's impressive. I'm a little sad and tired and upset and mm. scared, mm-hmm. but it's so impressive what he's been able to do. Um, so... <laughs> When you say it was so impressive what he's been able to do, just to be quiet for a minute? Yes. To do like, his own thing? Yes. yes. So like every like before free agency started, mm. we knew where five people were going. Kemba Walker, sure. obviously. Yeah. Kyrie Irving, probably. Mm-hmm. Vucevic, most likely. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard leaning, maybe. We don't know. Right. Camps. Right. Free agency starts. Durant, 601. Yes. Boom. I'm going to the Nets. Right. Great. Big banana to fall. Right. D'Angelo Russell. What a fucking curveball going to the Warriors. Right. What does that mean? Right. Um, people start falling. Uh, Jimmy Butler finally demands a trade to Miami. Okay, that happens. But it's funny when the most obvious thing. Sorry, to, please finish your point. Well, y- you can you can come. I was off. just going to say that it's like sometimes the most obvious thing is like the hardest for us to believe. Where Kawhi doesn't do things normally. That's right. He never has. <laughs> and frankly, he also does his own thing. When he forced his way, quote unquote, out of San Antonio, he basically just said, "I'm not going to let you do what the Golden State Warriors are about to do to Kevin Durant next." That's year. right. And that seems so crazy, but he's always done his own thing. So, like, this is exactly what all fans should expect, that yep. he's not going to rush at 6.01 to be like, oh, is it, like, cool and trendy to, like, make your pick now? That's right. I doubt he went to prom. <laughs> I bet he was just like, ah, I don't care. You guys do your own thing. I'll be fine tonight. Yeah, everybody, if you think about it in another in another way, he's doing it correctly. Everybody else is insane. Correct. Like, why did Kevin Durant decide over the course of the year where to go? Correct. Why did he announce it at 6.01? Right. Kawhi's like, yes, the season's over. It starts Sunday night, but mm-hmm. I can't be bothered. I want to watch Deadwood season three or whatever the fuck. That's right. Monday, he sets up a meeting. Right. Tuesday is today. He's going on the meeting. That's right. Or not. We don't know because his camp prefers be able to be silent, so he strikes the fear of God into every front office. He knows his value. The dude knows his value, and he doesn't have to rush like us, like sheep, who don't have as much value as he has on this earth. So let me me show you, let me just give you a little insight into my journey for the last 48 hours. Please do. Uh, Free agency starts. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. Rumblings are Kawhi is interested in the Lakers. Keep in mind, four days ago, which feels like an eternity ago, the Lakers were a long shot to get Kawhi. There was a time that was like really recently where the Lakers were like, we'll get... Um, we'll get Butler or Kawhi or Kyrie. And we also only have like $23 million to spend. That's right. Then it became 32. Holy shit, is it more likely? The Lakers went from like 18 to 1 to 9 to 1 to like 2.5 to 1 to sign Kawhi. I'm like, holy shit, this is what happened with LeBron. It became more and more obvious. There were rumblings. People were tweeting. People that you don't necessarily want to trust, but you hope to believe. Of course, confirmation bias. I go from... Signing up for Woj's Twitter notifications, I'm like, that. this is not giving me enough. It's mm-hmm. like things are flying fast and fierce. Mm-hmm. I need to go to the Lakers subreddit where people are upvoting stories and mm-hmm. rumors and trends. Yeah. I go to sleep late Sunday night and nothing is happening yet. It's like 3 a.m. Yeah. A junkie who needs his fix. That's right. I'm like, can I go to sleep? What if I miss it? What right. if I, I don't get this bit of information that'll be the most exciting news to me in the last, whatever, 20 years as a Laker fan? Right. 
not including LeBron's, of course. Of course. Uh, I go to sleep at 3 a.m. I wake up at like 8.30. I'm like, I'm checking my phone just to see what time it is, but yeah. it's too late. My brain is racing. What if he signed? What if mm-hmm. he decided? Who's he meeting with? Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sleep deprived because after five and a half hours, I wake up. You're in love. And for the entire I, day. I, you are in love. Yes. This is what being in love <laughs> feels like. Waking up and did she text me this morning? Okay, she didn't text me yet, but that's probably because she's just making a big coffee. That's yes. why she'll, call, she'll text me after she's done with the coffee. And you know how, how you many can, coffees does she need to You know make? how you can stalk your crush on Instagram, but there's not a lot of information? I've heard Imagine if that, there's yes. information everywhere about yes, your crush. Yes. Imagine if you could just search my crush on Twitter yes. and thousands of people are posting theories, hypotheses yes. in real time about your crush. You're in love, friend. So that was yesterday from about 8.30 to midnight again. I'm like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I've gone from the Lakers front page. Now I'm going to, I sorted from hot to new. Now yes. I'm seeing every post oh, yeah. someone puts on the Lakers subreddit. Yes. I'm refreshing. It is hashtag F5 season. I'm living <laughs> yes. in the shit. Yes. I am. Oh, wait. Who's this guy getting posted about in a Lakers forum? Let me go straight to the forum. Are you talking about Mr. Rambus? I'm talking about Mr. Rambus. I'm talking about <laughs> LakersBall.com. Wow. I am through the looking glass. This guy is an AEG employee. What's right. an AEG employee? Great right. question. I continue to dive further into the rabbit hole. And we wonder how our dads became far right <laughs> online, how they got radicalized this quickly. Oh, wow. There's a whole treasure trove of information I didn't know about. This is all true. I'll share it with my friends. That's right. I'll Fools. believe anything. Every Sheep. Absolutely. Lakers fans. AEG, this uh, stadium marketing events megacorp that owns part of the Staples Center, maybe has an investment in New Balance, maybe has some financial incentive to get Kawhi onto the Lakers. Yeah. This guy's an employee there. Okay, what do they know? What is he leaking? Holy shit, he's saying that there are marketing materials about the big three, but maybe who knows that because maybe they're just doing that just in case This has been going on for as long as the NBA has been around. I remember, I'll keep it brief because you're on a very specific journey right now but <laughs> yeah. I remember there was about 10 years ago when LeBron when he went to Miami was flirting with the idea of coming to New York mm-hmm. and the internet was still in its nascent stages and like Twitter wasn't really quite a thing yet so you were trying to get information wherever you could and it was mostly Google searches this was the decision in 2010 this was the day of the decision and you knew it was coming down to one thing and then somebody like sent a picture up somewhere that said like a box of LeBron themed New York shirts were just delivered to my cousin's like Goodwill store or something and New York Nick fans just ran with that yeah. and that's as much as the internet could give us it's now 2019 and you're going down this rabbit hole with AEGs and all these kind the of forums. things the forums right and then throughout yesterday the players start giving the eyeball emojis mm. why is Karan Butler tweeting eyeball emojis yeah why is Richard Jefferson going dot 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 yeah. hashtag Lakers eyeball emojis yeah why would they do that if they didn't know the truth because are they being lied to are they just stirring the pot? Are they trolls? Are they liars? Are they misinformed? They just want relevance just like everybody else. And I'm, I'm They just want to stay relevant just like everybody else. And that is a completely they are just absolved. They didn't make any specific choices. That's right. They just said these little cryptic things that keep the sheep close. You know, they they are happy to be the hosts for all the trolls and viruses <laughs> that come their way. They want those numbers because their seasons are now over and they just want relevancy. Well, who's getting the most relevancy? It's not Kawhi Butler, it's not Karan Butler mm-hmm. or Richard Jefferson. No. It's at RD Ambition. Let's talk real quick <laughs> about RD Ambition. I don't know if any other podcasts would delve this deep because Yo. they have journalistic integrity. Right. And Bucket says, we don't give a shit. Here's RD Ambition. Mm-hmm. A Lakers subredditor mm-hmm. who seems to be clued into major off front office 
Intel. And at times, not just the Lakers, <laughs> at times, NBA-wide. <laughs> That's right. Which also, like, confuses this whole narrative. So before the AD trade, he says the AD trade is confirmed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are just looking for a third team. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's likely the Hawks or the Wizards. And let it be known, there's a lot of people online who posit a lot of different theories, and then we'll just almost delete half of the ones that are wrong to make it seem like they have a healthy timeline of accurate guesses. <laughs> That's correct. This is not one of those... I don't believe. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So, so this guy calls the AD trade. He says Horford is going to the Sixers a week and a half ago. That one shook. That one shook people. That was like, that doesn't okay. make sense. That, yeah, that didn't exist anywhere Correct. else. That was just here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He got it right. He nailed it. RD ambition. RD ambition. Suddenly he's not feeling comfortable on Reddit for whatever reason. Yeah. And he takes his talent to Twitter. They say he got doxxed, <laughs> but why? A, I'm not sure what doxxed means, but I know that when people get doxxed, scary. it's bad. Yeah. Yep. And then, um, but he doesn't, we don't know why exactly. Was he breaking stories or did his aunt get mad? <laughs> More on that later. RD Ambition uh, starts saying it's looking Kawhi to LA seems inevitable. Shifts over to Twitter. That's right. Shifts over to Twitter. He's Shifts a new character on Twitter. No tweets yet. 10,000 followers. Immediately. Instantly. Never a good thing. Kawhi Leonard, uh, rumblings are getting heavy. Mm-hmm. He's had, he had a good meeting, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yesterday around 4 p.m. Pacific, mm-hmm. it's over. Mm. Kawhi has committed to the Lakers. Locked it in. Now just doing the final details. That's right. 5,000 retweets in 20 minutes. Yeah. Because at this point, he has curried enough favor from fans where they're like, now it's time to prove it. And he's right. Right. He he called his shot. Now is the point of no return. That's right. He's saying- Fighting for relevancy, (laughs) a la Richard Jefferson and Karan Butler. That's right. So if- Within that, like, few hours after that, mm-hmm. Kawhi indeed came out with the news that he was a Laker. Mm-hmm. RD Ambition is verified. Yes. He he nailed not only Kawhi to the Lakers, mm-hmm. but the timing of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was 24 hours ago. <laughs> and we can stay on this wave. But I just want to ask, that was 24 hours ago. Has the timeline now passed where his still counts as a prediction and a fact? Uh, is it no longer... Does, if if this, Kawhi goes to the Lakers, it's a semi-good... Uh, <laughs> indicator that he was real, but the fact that it didn't happen right away yes. leaves me with some doubt. Yes. Okay. Uh, people start digging. Who is RD Ambition? Yeah. Let's Google it. Yeah, it seems like we could probably figure this one out. We just doxed him. We line it up to Genie Bus's nephew. Who breaks it first? Can you confirm? I believe it was a Lakers subreddit post. Okay. Uh, Riley Drexel? Riley Drexel. Riley Drexel that something or other. Su- suddenly starts making its way around the internet. Because his name is Riley Drexel. That's uh, RD Ambition is maybe his Instagram. It's like everyone cares about Kawhi, <laughs> but they're cool for the next few hours to spend all of their attention figuring out who's Riley Drexel. And maybe that will tell us if we're getting Kawhi Leonard. Keep in mind... Woj, Shams, all the reputable journalists yes. haven't said anything. We no. don't even know if he's met with any teams yet. Correct. But viruses <laughs> need a host. And RD Ambition said, feast off of me now. And if you just chum the waters with a, a Kawhi confirmation to the Lakers, which yeah. would send the internet aflame, mm-hmm. people wanted to believe. Confirmation so bias. They wanted the, that. What I believe is out there and I'll find it somewhere. I'm a Lakers fan and I deserve... Kawhi Leonard. I deserve Kawhi Leonard. I can find someone who will confirm my beliefs. And oh, not- there's RD Ambition out in the netherworlds of Reddit. He yes. seems to have a good track record. And keep in mind, all the trolls, they're not saying anything about Kawhi to the Clippers. Mm. There's no eyeball emojis. There's no RD Ambition. There's right. no, like, s- smoke right. indicating fire from the Clippers. And, and that, re- I think that requires a little bit of self-reflection. Because your fan base um, have maniacal tendencies. Uh, mm. You often believe things that aren't true to get yourself high 
hyped up. And I'm mostly taking that off of you. Me? You, my if, fan base. If you are like fan A of the Lakers, uh-huh. I think that you kind of get yourself riled up in ways where you choose to believe it and let, like you're the loudest of the two. Clippers don't really have that energy. And that might also <laughs> be because they don't have that many fans, a la the Brooklyn Nets. That's right. N- not, you know, maybe if they had enough fans, there would be that subsect of crazies. And the Lakers have them currently, and they're all over Reddit, i.e. RDM. <laughs> but who and is they, Riley Drexel? Riley Drexel, now I'm starting to second guess it because Ramona Shelbert's coming on record as saying that it's not, but right. everyone seems to believe that Riley Drexel, a.k.a. RD Ambition is Jeannie Buss's nephew. nephew. And if you go on his and if you go on his Twitter account, it's full of um, difficult things to digest. <laughs> That's uh, right. Yeah, depending on which way you go politically, uh, you might be very disappointed in the man that Riley Drexel has become. He's an unfunny Trump supporter. There you go. Um, but so my two questions are: one, would Jeannie Buss really leak information to her nephew? Does that explain anything? I don't think that she's leaking it as much as he's probably in certain circles and on certain text chains that he shouldn't be. Okay, and then number two, would he actually do this if he were um, Jeannie Buss's nephew? Yes, definitely. So you're you're not giving him the benefit of the doubt of like, oh, I don't want this to come out and for me to get in trouble. Who was the Philadelphia 76ers GM just a year ago whose wife had a burner Calangelo. account? I mean... Everyone is lonely, and everybody just wants to feel relevance in this world and to feel like I have power for one second and control. <laughs> Look at me. I exist. I guess not everybody can get married, so they have to find love and relationships in different ways. However, and yeah. as a recently married man, I might fall into the wrong hands and be Riley Drexel one day. I'm not saying that we're all above it, but right now, this guy, RD Ambition, is taking big swings for relevancy. And if he's right, cool, but the timeline might have closed now. It's now July 2nd. We still don't know who uh, Kawhi has met with. There no. are inklings that it was the Lakers and the Clippers. The right. higher sources have never confirmed that. No. He definitely may or may not have uh, met with the Raptors yet. Yeah. We have no idea what he's leaning towards except the, for various rumors And of the consensus players. is that like everyone is not <laughs> giving out any information out of respect for this insular man. That's right. And I don't fully believe that. Mm. I feel like there's also an absence of information and the media doesn't know what to do with it either. And so they're creating their own narrative where it's like everyone's being very respectful right now. I just don't think a lot of people know jack shit and they're not used to this. That's right. And and the journalists, you know, everybody's eager to claim, like Chris Broussard doesn't seem to give a shit. He's saying 94% certain that Kawhi will be a Laker by sure. 6 p.m. He's right. like, whatever the fuck, I don't care. Like, right. I've, got, I've got no, like, integrity on modern media. Exactly. That's right. 94%. Great. If it doesn't happen, well, I guess cares? the 6% hit. I wake up tomorrow, <laughs> go back to the studio and say some other bullshit. That's right. right. And the people who have to triple verify their source are not saying anything. Right. Shams is not saying right. anything. Which means Woj there's an is absence not saying of information, a real right. fact. There's <laughs> no shortage of gossip and opinion, but there's a shortage of fact right now. Free agents number two through 190 seem to be gone. Yes. Um, does that... Kawhi remains. Does that worry you? If I can ask you a few questions about what the Lakers are feeling right now, because you've it. had a very unique experience with free agency. As a fan, I'm tired and confused. I can only imagine what Rob Palenka is feeling, where but he's like staring even, at his phone. But let's not even blow past the fact that you guys have Anthony Davis now. Th- that's correct. And that's, that is, that happened three weeks ago. Might yes. as well have happened 30 years ago. And so my first question <laughs> to you and to all Lakers fans are, you have LeBron James yes. and Anthony Davis correct. right now. Yeah. This was the dream about six months ago. That's this right. Was, like, Kawhi really wasn't on the map. This was the dream to pair those two. That's right. 
You seem like you're spiraling out of control thinking about what the Lakers might be without Kawhi Leonard. Yes. Like you guys, like what is your feelings about what that team, and not about like who you'll specifically add, but like is Kawhi, is uh, LeBron and AD enough to make you think we got a shot this year? So the th- big debate before free agency was the Lakers have 24 million in cap space, now 32 million in cap space, uh, is the smart thing to do to spend it on three $11 million a year players, Mm -hmm. or is it to get Kawhi, get a max player like Kyrie Irving, Jimmy Butler, whoever, uh, now it's just Kawhi, and spend the rest of your quote-unquote salary cap, which is just veteran minimum salaries. Just to explain real quickly, if you sign players to their minimum allowed salary, which is somewhere in between 700000 and $2.5 million, depending on how long you've played in the NBA, mm-hmm. uh, can you fill out the rest of the roster? So if the Lakers get Kawhi, they yes. have to give 10 of these players the minimum contract, which is players that nobody wanted, Right. and now you guys are left, yep. and we'll give you the minimum amount, and you'll take it because it's better than zero, and you yep. get to play on the Lakers. And one of those men is your sixth man. That's right. Comes in six minutes into the game. Correct. <laughs> okay, just wanted to point out just like little specific nuances along the way. That's right. We have a small exception, roughly $4.5 million is right. a mid-level room exception that we can give one player. Sure. But clever sure. contracts. That's right. Right. Uh, so now as we wait for Kawhi, everybody that we wanted is gone. Of course. Everybody that was on the list is no longer People are there. trying to get paid. They're real people. There was talks of Malcolm Brogdon who signed no for way. $25 million. There no was way. talks of Seth Curry went for $8 million. Yeah, there that was of... closer to what you wanted. <laughs> yeah. That was closer. Reggie Bullock is gone at right. $5 million. Yeah. Kevon Looney is yeah. gone. Now it's like we're scraping the bottom of the barrel every two hours. Jeff Green just got swiped. Right. Um... But there are and it's Cantor gone. Yeah, there are a handful of players that do feel like they're waiting for Kawhi, and then it will kind of domino out from there. That's right. So now it's getting to the point where it's almost uh, a buyer's market again, because right. now the only three teams have cap space. Right. The Dallas Mavericks have $22 million, The Lakers and the Clippers have 32 Wow. Whoever Kawhi chooses will have... Uh, that money gone. So right. if he chooses the Lakers, the Lakers have none left. Mm-hmm. The Clippers uh, swipe up the remaining with their 32. Mm-hmm. If he chooses the Raptors, the Lakers and the Clippers have to battle for it with right. the Dallas Mavericks. Yes. The biggest names left are Danny Green, who mm-hmm. seems to be waiting to see where Kawhi goes. Two-time NBA champion? <laughs> That's right. Okay. <laughs> Great shooter. Right. Uh, good locker room guy. Yeah. Uh, Long Island, I believe. Boogie Cousins. Interesting. Who waited everyone out and is now standing. Yep. Uh, is probably going to sign a one-year deal again to quote-unquote prove his worth. Has to. Uh, so these are not terrible guys to add to your team. Yeah. And then there's the Emmanuel Moutiers of the world mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. <laughs> Tyus Joneses of the world, mm-hmm. players yeah. that you see at the end of your FanDuel lineup. So you as the Laker <clears throat> fan, uh, you obviously want Kawhi, but like this experience now, you've had to <clears throat> just be handcuffed by this person. That's you couldn't correct. make any creativity. Cre- you couldn't even like consider anything no. until this decision came out. That's right. So are you... When it all comes out, like, are you happy with how this free agency went? Or is this like, did it feel, how was your experience? Was this a fun experience for you? It hasn't been fun, but it'll have been worth it to um, get Kawhi. Yeah. It's like climbing Mount Everest isn't fun. But then you get to tell people you climbed Everest. Well done. <laughs> a good, well-placed metaphor can usually seal a conversation well. If you're including Anthony Davis into free agency, right? Uh, then yes, it went very well. Okay. We got one of the best players in the NBA, and he wasn't even a free agent. What's LeBron's pitch to Kawhi Leonard, real quick? Uh, <laughs> as far as I understand, it's 
uh, join me and AD, which are the best two teammates you'll ever have. Mm -hmm. Uh, play in Los Angeles, which means you'll sell more sneakers than you ever have. Don't know if that matters to Kawhi. Uh, it might matter to his uncle, who grew up a Lakers fan. You get to wear the purple and gold, which you grew up in Southern California. You know how much that means. You I get am to be not concerned with his uncle. <laughs> Everyone seems to be concerned with yeah. his uncle. I am not. Everyone's like, Uncle Dennis and Kawhi will decide together. I am a basketball player. I'm thinking like a basketball player if I'm Kawhi. Great. Just talk to me like basketball. Do you want to win a championship? Of course. Okay, great. We would be instant title favorites for the next five years. Years. Okay. That sounds fun. Do you think that anything in Kawhi wants to hear like um, about his health? Everyone says that the uh, play a game, sit a game method is very important to him still. Done. Done? Don't even play until Christmas. Really? Whatever the fuck you want. Really? You can take a knee. You don't have to play in Charlotte on a Tuesday in That February. is what the Lakers game plan kind of seems like, which is taking a page out of Golden State's book, which is just like, get to the playoffs. That's right. Just get to the playoffs. It's all about rings. We've won more rings than any team in the right. Western Conference. Yep. Uh, you can take over the mantle. You're, you will have a statue. You will have a jersey. You will right. be a hero in Southern California, and you will win in however many more championships. You've already secured your legacy as the guy because now, you've already, you, you won with Toronto, so you have nothing left to prove in that regard. But you don't have any sort of hesitation about the 10 vet minimum thing. Like, that's pretty crazy. Because you also don't have any, like, trades to necessarily make. You don't have a few, you don't have future draft picks, not many. Yeah. Like, that seems like it's great to be blinded <laughs> by the flashy lights of these three awesome vessel players, but everyone behind them is, like, holding on for $750,000 contracts. Yeah, that's right. Well, you yeah, can, that's you, right. You can says. convince them that uh, Boogie Cousins will sign. You can uh -huh. say, oh, Iggy is going to get bought out. Oh, another player will get bought out at the deadline. Mm. Um, we'll have Kuzma still. Yeah. And then, okay. you, you know. You say names like Iggy, and that, that gives me hope. Championship pedigree. Right. And okay. uh, you, know, you tell them at the playoffs, it's just going to be us three and four more again guys. Right. So I'm telling you right now, Kuzma's solid enough. Iggy's okay. great. Boogie and then maybe one or two other shooters. Okay. Hopefully he's heard of Troy Daniels. <laughs> Elite shooter according to Shabs. <laughs> uh, we still don't know when it's going to end. No. Now we're just saying it might go on for another two days. Because he doesn't know either. What am I supposed to do for the next two days? How do I fall asleep at a normal time? So Wake uh, up in the middle of the night and not check to see if... Cooking classes at Sur La Tab. Mm. They have really fun <laughs> cooking classes there. I just took a meditation class. 30 minutes moves faster than you'd think. It's I guess I really can learn how way. to sous vide. Hold on a second. I have to refresh the Lakers homepage. <laughs> wow. Mr. Rambus says... I mean, just type in how-to on YouTube. And I mean, you're just going to go... You're, you'll learn how to fix your carburetor. I don't have time to do things. Oh, that's so incorrect because yeah. all you've Sorry, been doing I'm reading is hitting right F5. Now. <laughs> so, F5 is a very old like IBM type I of know, joke. is that like, just a I don't thing? have an F5 on my keyboard I haven't thought anymore. about the Fs in years. <laughs> but I see people saying like, I'm just hitting F5. I'm like, shit, I should be hitting F5 more. <laughs> uh, Patrick Beverly says the Clippers players did not reach out to Kawhi Leonard. Quote, if you're a player in this league, you know who we are. Yeah, I heard something like that about, uh, I mean, that's a weird attitude to take, but... <laughs> I heard, I don't know if it was Zach Lowe. It was probably seems like a Zach Lowe thing to say, but he was like, if you're Kawhi and you're walking into the front offices of the Lakers and the Clippers and the Raptors, you walk into the Lakers and Clippers and you don't know anyone there. I mean, like you vaguely have played with some of these players and you've like seen some of these guys around in offices, but like you don't know anybody. That's like a first date introduction blow me away. Yeah. And then you go into the Raptors room and you know everyone there. Everyone. Like, Pre-existing relationship. It's completely normalized. Unless you had a very bad experience, we can assume that if nothing else, we'll all come in here with the right attitude and congratulate ourselves on the championship we just won. 
<laughs> you know the doctors who like built out a whole plan for you that like kept you healthy for the entire year. It just feels like there's this little sociological advantage that goes just directly to Comfort. the Raptors. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just nor like just the normalcy of not just having to be won over in a day. It just seems like he's going to make up his own mind and he won't be swayed by a Magic Johnson meeting. Maybe I'm wrong. Exactly. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I can convince myself of every narrative. More opinions and gossip. This is what we are. We are not the Wojas and the Shams. We have no burden of fact. I can say, as a Laker fan, why would you sign with the Clippers? You arrive there and you look at Montrez Harrell, Gallinari, mm. Patrick Beverly, and yeah. you're like, okay, I'll sign up to play with these guys. Right. Is that better than the guys you have in Toronto? I no. don't know. Maybe you want to play in L.A. Okay, I, so why would you want to play with those guys versus LeBron James and Anthony Davis? The Clippers, to me, have the hardest sell, no doubt. I mean, like, the Lakers have the appeal of the two greatest players or two of the greatest players in the NBA. Like, that is from a basketball standpoint, like, oh, this is going to be a fun place to play for the next couple of right. years. And the Raptors have the proven kind of pedigree, like, in the front office and on the court, where it's like, we could run this back. Yeah, we can only get better. The Clippers have Los Angeles uh, and... The idea that you don't want to be the third banana. That's, That's right. what everyone's like. No, he doesn't want to play with LeBron and AD. And I don't think he even has that like Warriors attitude where it's like, I'm a lone wolf and I want to go to every team in the NBA, <laughs> win a championship and keep it moving. Like, I don't think, I don't think he's anything that specific. He got traded to the Raptors. He didn't just say like, I want to go to Toronto. No one would expect me to go there. He just, I don't, we, I, no one knows. <laughs> no I one knows. Know. No one knows. I don't know. We spent like 30 minutes, like basically getting to that point <laughs> that I don't know. We are basically standing in front of a guy about to flip a coin and we're yes. like, this is why it's going to land on heads. And actually I heard it was tails because mm-hmm. it's like, no, no one knows. And if it's quiet, it'll bounce four <laughs> times and then land <laughs> on the side it's supposed to. So as a uh, Lakers, Clippers, Raptors agnostic, where are you hoping he goes? Uh, Raptors. You want to go back to Toronto, <laughs> run it back. Yeah. Because that's the most parody in the league? Um, I just think it's kind of cool. I think it's, it was a cool fit. I'm fine with him staying there. I don't think the Lakers, like, I think the Lakers have enough star power. It's like, there's something like, even just from watching a basketball, watching the game, like, too much star power. It's like, I'd rather see it all spread out just a little bit more. Jared Dudley has just agreed to a one-year veteran minimum deal with the Lakers. No. So that's a breaking little news story. Okay. Locker, right. A locker room guy? <laughs> locker room guy. Uh, right. A mentor? Uh, uh, I want to read some sort of fake story about how he went to uh, college with Kawhi's cousin mm-hmm. and they had a very good relationship. It's out there. It's all out there if you need it. Um, so you as a... As a fan of the game, yeah. yeah, why not? Let's like let's see if they can create another dynasty there. Let's see if they could beat the Lakers, you know, in the finals. Let's see who they, you know, <laughs> let's see if they could beat Philadelphia or Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like... I'm fine with it. Um, And is there anything to the haters right now saying, if Kawhi goes to the Lakers, it'll be, quote, the softest move? Uh, He is. So I had a dog growing up, and the dog (laughs) barked a lot. It would bark all the time. And every guest that we had come over would try and, like, show it the same amount of energy, and suddenly the dog would, like, get even louder and crazier. And then I had a friend show up (laughs) who just wouldn't do anything around the dog. He would just chill. And the dog would be so confused that it would just kind of stop and walk away, completely disinterested. <laughs> Why am I telling you the story, Amir? What was the question you asked me? Um, the question was, uh, <laughs> that's a great question. What was the, oh, is Kawhi a snake and soft for joining the Lakers? If as bad as Durant was. We haven't shown Kawhi Leonard the same screaming energy that we've shown all the other players. Because he just shows up and he's quiet around us and we don't know what to do with it. That's right. And so we stare at it for a while and we're like, 
I don't know. And then we walk <laughs> away. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen with this. But I've heard Stephen A. Smith, uh, Jay Williams, right. these like pundits that are like, you, he can't go to L.A. And especially like if you just open it up to anonymous Twitter polls. Twitter He's neutralized trolls. us. He's neutralized us. We don't hate him. We can't hate him. We don't understand him. He just does his thing, and we're like, I guess that's what Kawhi does. So you don't think there's a relationship between KD signing with the Warriors and Kawhi signing with the Lakers? It's no, not the same move. I've asked you this question on text threads, and you've responded that it's like he's joining a team that won 37 games yeah. or whatever it was. That's what I think as a Laker fan, but right. do you buy that logic as a non-Laker I mean, when fan? then you look at this this team, if it's those three, that's not a 37-win team. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'd rather him stay in the East. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So the NBA is not ruined if he goes there. Do you think the Lakers are prohibitive favorites? Stephen A. Smith saying stuff like, why would I even watch the NBA if those three are on the same team? Because the Utah Jazz have like such a deep team. And like Philadelphia has arguably a better starting five than anyone in the game. And Giannis might be the most dominant player who might take out just three stars. Cool. But you need 12 to win in the NBA. Who knows? Yeah. I don't Raptors see... just proved that like a deep bench wins championships too. I don't see the Lakers as a Warriors 2.0, a super team. Maybe I'm just like uh, justifying it to myself. Right. We'd need to see them play together. I mean, Kawhi is so good. You know what I mean? That's the thing. <laughs> he's such a winner. Like, he's the he's the antithesis of Anthony Davis, which is just a stat stuffer and sometimes feels like empty calories. Yeah. He just wins. He just has, he just wins. That's and right. And so that's where it's like, they might be the prohibitive favorite because of him, not because of LeBron James and AD. Do you think he'll get the same heat and flack as KD did if he signs with the Lakers? I do not. He's neutralized us. He's just completely <laughs> neutralized us. We don't know how to cheer for him. We, like, are entertained by him. He said, yeah, baby, what it do, baby, once. And I was like, <laughs> the most thrilling thing this thing has ever done. We're, like, completely desensitized. We have no idea what to do with it. So he if he goes said, to Lakers, we'll be like, do, baby. yeah, okay, I guess it, yeah, what it do, baby. Sure, yeah, go to the Lakers. Uh, Woj writes, Dudley had a real impact on the Nets' young roster a year ago and really, uh, and really wanted a chance to play for the Lakers. He'll get a chance to impact on a roster that needs veterans capable of contributing in a pressure environment. Okay. Let me read what Woj said a day ago when Mo Harkless joined the Clippers. Keep in mind what he just said about Jared Dudley, that he'll, you know, be needed there yes. as a veteran presence. Yes. So when, uh, oh, just one day ago, um, the Clippers sent, or sorry, the Blazers sent Mo Harkless to the Clippers right. as part of the Hassan Whiteside to the Portland Trailblazers. Yes. yes. Uh, so... <laughs> So the Clippers get a future first-round pick uh, to take on Harkless, who is another starting-level forward yeah. with significant playoff experience to surround, potentially, potentially, Kawhi Leonard. Yo. So am I just being a Laker homer or a Clipper hater when I say, Woj, for whatever reason, really seems to want and further this narrative that the Clippers deserve will get um, are better than the Lakers. I'm torn. I think that you are being a Laker homer and I think that you guys are being thin-skinned about it uh -huh. and, and spinning it when you can to serve your needs. Yeah. Um, but there are times where it's clear that he seems tired <laughs> of the fact of how much ESPN covers the Lakers. His boss covers the Lakers. Yeah. And it seems like sometimes he is actively trying not to just lean into that and become more of the same. <laughs> I'll say that. 
But I do think that like it's become its own running joke in the comment section where it's like they'll say that it's completely like devastating to the Lakers. Yeah. Why would you talk like that when yeah. in fact it's a no- two team race, the Clippers and the Raptors. That's the, right. the Lakers don't even have enough room. That's right. It's like, well, do they? Because they're working on it. No, it's not going to happen. All right, it happened, but like Mo Harkless. Right. Mo Harkless. Is he a Clippers fan? Is that established? Uh, for whatever reason, he seems to be very pro Kawhi going to the Clippers. I don't know if he's a fan or if he respects uh, Doc Rivers, but there's also this history of his animosity with LeBron, who never like tells him anything. Oh. And Woj often says stuff negatively about LeBron. There's like this whole Reddit thread about why Woj doesn't like LeBron and how it's manifested in his writing. So maybe it's trickling to the Laker hatred. Yes. I don't know. And you're saying I don't have time to do these other things. <laughs> <laughs> you read those dark web What Lakers am I going to learn how to sous vide? <laughs> I got to refresh this <laughs> Lakers ball forum thread. Unbelievable. Uh, all right. What else happened in the NBA? Yeah. Did other people get signed or is it just, does it start with Kawhi and then go from there? Uh, for me, it is just Kawhi. Right. Uh, for other people, uh, the Brooklyn Nets now have Kyrie Irving. Yes. They're going to get Kevin Durant. Yeah. DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. And Four pretty years much... for Jordan seemed crazy, right? <laughs> that's very, that's a lot of years for an older gentleman. That's a Bobby Bonilla contract <laughs> again, where it's like, wow. Okay. They'll be, they'll be stretching that after year yes. two. They'll be finding a suitor. Yeah. Uh, they, and all they lost was D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. So they kept their young core. Right? Was that a sign and trade for KD? Yes. It ended up being a sign and trade as a favor to the Warriors. And, and I think Brooklyn got one of their first round draft picks in like 20 something. Yeah. The Warriors had to send two first round picks out. I yeah. think one to Memphis and one to Brooklyn. Sean Marks, is he their GM? That's right. That's who, everyone, that's who everyone is praising right yeah, now. Yeah. Everyone is really praising Brooklyn's like front office. What do they do differently? Of course, they don't have Dolan, but uh-huh. like, what do they <laughs> do differently that they like create a winning culture? Uh, I think they traded and drafted perfectly mm. to the point where it's like, let's get rid of Thaddeus Young and bring in Karis LeVert. Oh, yep. LeVert is great. Let's bring in Spencer Dinwiddie. Oh, Dinwiddie's great. Yep. All right, we'll take, we'll send you Brooke Lopez, who's on an expiring. Give us D'Angelo Russell. Oh, mm. D'Angelo Russell is great. Wow. You know, like we'll take all these reclamation projects and turn them into a underappreciated, underpaid group of youngsters that has two max cap space. Like they made the playoffs and they had two giant uh, max cap slots available to them. True. Which was very difficult to pull off a team that was rebuilding who was quote unquote getting screwed over by the same team that Kyrie Irving left. Are they cool? Are those cool guys too? Like when they meet with KD, do they make KD be like, oh, I'm just going to be working with some cool dudes now? The Nets? Yeah. Like, I think the Nets are cool. They are cool. They dance. Does, that does They're that happy. Oh, yeah. The, they, do the have dancing. That, they do have that file. That that's file right. that's passed around. D'Angelo is cool. He but like Dolan's cool. not cool. That's like well-tread territory. We don't have to go there. Yeah. But like, do you think that a cool guy or a cool girl in the room <laughs> can like sell a person and be like, oh, this is a cool guy. I want to hang out with this cool guy for the next three years. You're talking about Sean Marks? I'm just, yeah, Sean Marks in this example, but just in the kind of like broad scope <laughs> of just like, if you have a cool person in the office, do you think that they can like convince you or they're like, nah, money. <laughs> uh, I think when you're a superstar, everyone gives you the most money, and then it's yeah. down to where do you want to live, Brooklyn, cool, mm-hmm. and then who do you want to play for, the Nets. An- another cool person, too, with Kyrie. That's right, and like you trust them implicitly because they've done a lot with a little, and let's see what they can do with two superstars. Okay. Do you think the Nets get better next year? Yeah, they might. Mu- well... Next year. That's the interesting thing. Yeah, because Kyrie is kind of an interesting guy who seems to make teams. Like, you could argue that the Celtics, before Kyrie came back from his injury, were like the Nets. They were right. playing really, really well for an under, right. uh, a wonder. scrappy group of youngsters. There is an interesting TBD about the free agency period. Let's you find know, out. It's like when LeBron joined Miami, did they, like, have a rough start? Am I wrong in saying that? They kind of, like, find their footing for the first X amount of games? Yeah, they were, like... Uh, 
nine and ten after nineteen. Right. And people are like, whoa, are they just a five hundred team? Because right. these players can't play. There's only one ball. That that right. whole thing. And then they then ended they up turning it, it on. Okay. They made it to the finals. Didn't win. Right. And they won two finals in a row. Then they made it to the finals again, and they lost to the Spurs. You do wonder if internally Brooklyn has like a whiteboard where they expect to find themselves at the end of this season. You know, if they're like going through like, well, Philly has this, Milwaukee has this, yeah. Toronto has this. Like a winning season for us would be to have the four seed, to have home home court in the. It feels first like they're one year behind Philly. Yeah, something like, like Philly that. Philly had that this year. Yep, they made it the second round. Exactly. They, if they have like beat the Raptors. Yeah. So if they have like a one year, three year, five year plan for what they look like. Yeah, this year is definitely about let's get like a great culture and a great Correct. system in place for that when Durant S- comes back. Sell out games. That's right. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Here's a good uh, theory that you'll only find on buckets because it's completely unsubstantiated. That's something I've been thinking about. Kevin Durant says he's not playing next year. Right. But there's a world where he can. Absolutely. I think if the playoffs come around and there are two seed, a one seed, and Durant has like rehabbed his Achilles, mm-hmm. like Boogie missed nine months, Kobe missed nine months, mm-hmm. Wes Matthews missed eight months. He tore his Achilles in the beginning of June. There's no saying that he's not going to be ready totally. in March, April, May. Freak athletes, great doctors, who knows? Does he... Does he push it (laughs) or are the Nets being like no we're not making that mistake you are not playing this is all about next year don't fucking touch yeah I think they have to bubble wrap them right that whole thing you know they can't imagine if he blew out his Achilles again (laughs) I mean the last episode we did was that when we predicted the Achilles rupture you specifically after nine minutes yeah you said what if after nine minutes he ruptures his Achilles so I'm not going to go there again because it seems like I have a bad history of actually making that happen uh, but yeah, you have to. He has to sit the whole year. They have to like overdo it, like the Knicks did KP. That yes, and then they'll trade him to Dallas. <laughs> trade the Knicks. Or, All right, let's probably. touch on the Knicks for just a few moments, please. I don't want to pile on. Fine, but pile. The pile has gotten to the point where now it's starting to reverse course, where people are like, yeah. "Don't pile on," because actually, maybe what they did was actually pretty good. Because if you think about it, they didn't give the exactly. That's yeah. where we are. We're like the helium balloon that's like just running out of air. And we're all just dying out here. What we know for sure is that. That Porzingis was traded mm. to make cap space. Two max slots. Two max slots. Do not worry. We have a big summer. And yes. Um, Durant got is... hurt. Maybe that changed the plan. Kyrie wanted to go to the Nets. Maybe that changed their plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Knicks were left uh, like a we Monopoly guy. First. We got yeah. Randall first. That's right. So they had <laughs> 60, 70 million dollars. 70 million dollars. <laughs> had 70 plus, Amir. To play with. Yeah, we had to spend 60 to reach the floor. That's right. We had 70 plus, which is already two max slots. Bingo. Uh, right out the gate, we got Julius Randle, three mm-hmm. for 63. <laughs> that was after, I should note, that we found out pretty quickly that like the thing we've been working toward and promised, the Kyrie and Kevin Durant, we're not going to get them. And mm-hmm. not only that, we never got a meeting with them. And not only that, let's put out a press release saying, we know you're pissed at us that we didn't get them. Just try and stick around. Please try Do you think they around. found out that day or they knew? No, I think they knew. They weren't like, oh, he, they might pull a Kawhi and meet with us on yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, I think they knew. I, I, I hope to God they knew. Because if they were waiting <laughs> for eight months for that one Sunday to be like, I wonder if they'll call today. <laughs> Please, God, have a little more intel than that. Uh, But we got Randall, like three for 63, something like that. And that's when we started telling ourselves, like, okay, that might be the big signing. Okay. Got him. But then you still have, like, $50 million left. Right. And you're like, well, what is it going to be? And Mm -hmm. so there's still a lot of people out there. You know, D'Angelo's still out there. You know, you never know. Kawhi's still out there. Maybe he likes the Knicks. There's a great (laughs) Photoshopped image of him floating around right now. (laughs) That you sent to me every 20 minutes since the agency started. And, um, you know, there's still talent out there. And then who do we get? And this is where you just... (laughs) 
Like there's a definitive moment when the Titanic breaks and then it just quickly goes into the water. <laughs> this was it. Like the they say the no straw return. that broke the camel's back. This yeah. just shattered so many camel's backs in New York. Uh-huh. Taj Gibson, two for 20. <laughs> two for 20. Ta- but not who the cares two for, about the not- number? It was like, he's the second priority after all this. He's the second priority. A second power forward. Like what, 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 what? Taj Gibson, what? <laughs> then he happens. And that's when it's like, now we're a laughing stock. Absolute laughing stock. The floodgates are not even open yet because don't like three more people come who I'm forgetting. Alfred Payton at one point. Alfred signs. Payton. Yep. It was a, we got a bunch of power forwards and we got Bobby Portis. We got him for two for 31. <laughs> Bobby Portis. 15 and a half mil. <laughs> 15 and a half mil per. Wizards punted on him after the Bulls punted on him. Every player we got. Every player we got is coming from a losing organization. And Amir, I've texted you multiple times saying that everybody, every Knicks fan is trying to spin this with, we got mentors for the youth. Yeah. We got mentors for this the This is youth. all about RJ, right. Kevin Knox, sure. Mitchell Robinson. Sure. Frank, DSJ, sure. Whatever. These mentors all came from losing organizations, <laughs> meaning they didn't create a culture of winning that now they're going to bring to our guys. They were all like on 400 teams. Yeah. So we're just getting losers <laughs> to teach these kids. <laughs> we need help. <laughs> we need help. How's Reggie Bullock for help? Not helpful, Amir. Mm. Not helpful. Okay. <laughs> we don't need him. I don't know what we need. It's sweet. It's sweet that when Bobby Marks announced the day after all those that we every the team has team options on the second year of everybody's contract. So they can always run it back next year. They can run it back or they could punt and they can give favorable contracts to other teams and trades, all these kind of things. They're in control. Knicks fans are now rooting for favorable options from the front office and not goddamn basketball players on the court. We watch the game of basketball. We enjoy the business of basketball, but we watch and root for the game. Our team is not very talented. What do you think the Knicks over-under wins will be uh, set at next year? 22 and a half. <laughs> so no they'll reason. be worse than last year. Meta World Peace is coming out with tweets saying, like, I think that they're going to, like, they're a very talented team. They're going to surprise people. and They might make it to the second round. That would require <laughs> the Knicks to become, like, I don't know, a 47-win team. Somehow become so good and, like, congeal into this team that they beat an, a two-seed, perhaps. <laughs> like, we won how many games last year? We were the worst team in the NBA. Was and that's not hyperbole. We had the worst record in the NBA. Is that true? The Knicks. The number one odds? I believe we had the worst <laughs> record in the NBA. So to think that suddenly, because Kevin Knox had a solid summer, <laughs> we're going to win 26 more games than we did last year. It's like, we're crazy people. <laughs> you need new talent and better improved talent to make such drastic j- leaps. The Knicks had 17 wins last year. So I'm saying that they're projected <laughs> to win five and a half more than that, which feels pretty bold. <laughs> pretty bold. <laughs> Optimistic. I mean, Knicks fans are like, we're doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing. And I'm texting you and Wendelkin every day. And I'm like, we're going to be a 22 team, 22 win team with the four pick again next year. That sucks. Like, if you've ever played a sport, at some point you're like, why am I always on the losing team? Like, we got to do something drastically different. And that drastically different thing was getting KD or Kyrie. Something. 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 And that didn't happen. No, no, no. But Frank gained eight pounds. Frank and Elkina gained eight pounds, so cool. (laughs) 
We're on the right path. People are loving Utah. They got Conley in a trade. They got Boy, uh, Bogdanovich from Indiana. Did you know people love Bogdanovich as much as they do? Because they're pretty hyped about him now. They are hyped about him. Yeah. He's like basketball nerd chic. Great, yeah. Great threes, solid defense. Yep. He's like Malcolm, Bro- Malcolm Brogdon. That's right. Uh, so they were like already a playoff team that got two awesome pieces. Um, New and Orleans did really got well. Got rid of Rubio as well. That's right. Addition by subtraction, perhaps. Rubio turned into Mike Conley, and then they added Bogdanovich. Yeah. Um, Conley and Mitchell are going to be fun together. That's going to be an awesome team. Uh, New Orleans is going to be great. I yeah. feel like I'm a, kind of a Pelicans fan. So it's got all the young Lakers, plus oh, Zion, shit. plus Drew Holiday, yeah. plus J.J. Redick, plus... Um, plus all of your draft picks. Yeah, Derek Favors. Is it... Can a GM be that good? Or did he pick that because he knew he had so much, fu- like so many assets to play with? Yeah, I mean, he had one asset, and that was, um, you know, that's true, Anthony Davis, and just Anthony everything Davis. that he brings. And then he, then the other asset fell on his lap. I guess is true. Yeah, right? and then he, he could turn that into yes, and then the Zion thing that fell on his lap. Yeah, yeah, he got it was so that was luck, a lot of luck. He walked good. into right plus okay. it equals greatness. They right. they kind of got like a Brooklyn Nets thing going on, but they look good now. They look immediately. Great. Yeah. On paper, they look good immediately. I feel like they're a playoff team right, right off the bat. Right. And now start coming the 10, 10 million two-year contracts, mm-hmm. which seems to be like the standard shit. Uh, we could really use Ennis Cantor, two years, right. $10 million dollar That's contract. Right. Um, who else signed a two-year, $10 million specifically? I mean, Mo- uh, not Moody. Oh, Ed uh, Davis with Utah. That felt like a good million. deal. Two years, $10 million for Ed right. Davis. I was yeah. like, you're a bruiser. Yeah. Like, I feel like you're like a good attitude guy. Uh, Kevon Looney, three years, 15. And you're going to need a few of them if you don't get Kawhi, correct? Yes, and we could have used them uh, if Kawhi left or even if he was there. Right. Uh, if he came, we we could have gotten one of them for $5 million. I know. I don't know about the two for $10 million part, but we believe, could have done one for five. Do you believe the like theory that Danny Green is like attached to the hip with Kawhi. I don't fully understand how that package deal actually works. Like, A, I don't think they're that close. Yeah. I guess they are because they were traded together, but yeah, for whatever reason, Danny Green wants to play with Kawhi, which can happen. I think he thinks he's worth more with a Kawhi uh, there. So like when- Proven together. Yeah, if Kawhi goes to the Raptors, they're like, oh shit, the Raptors will re-sign me uh, at my value because they want to keep the band together. Yes. If he goes to the Clippers, the Clippers will have $10 million left. That's perfect. Danny Green. If he goes to some other team, maybe the Lakers, who have $32 million left, now what? Like, now I can take uh, Danny Green. But can the Lakers actually, t- could they afford Danny Green? Not if they got Kawhi. Right. Uh, if that would be an uh, insurance policy. If the Lakers whiff on Kawhi, then it's down to Boogie, Danny Green, a Morris twin or two. Do you think Kawhi cares about Danny Green joining him? Like, do you think like that's going Danny Green not being able to be afforded by the Lakers is going to prohibit him from being like not without Danny? I don't know what he's considering. I don't know how he's still thinking about and it. That will be this the name of this ended. episode. We don't know. <laughs> we Nobody just don't know. knows. We don't know anything. I, right. The season ended three weeks ago. He went to fucking Barbados. Yeah, you think he would have been like. Let's make a list, pros and cons. Nope. Come on, we'll crack this nut in an hour. We'll That's figure what out what we want. Do. That's what normals do, and normals don't win NBA championships. These teams are so different. It feels like the election. I'm like, what do you mean you're on the fence if you want to vote for a Democrat right. or Trump? Like, right. The Lakers have two superstars, and they're in L.A. Uh-huh. The Raptors are in Toronto, sure. the opposite of L.A. Yes. They have no superstars. Which might be the appeal, the opposite of L.A. Who knows? That's right. Right. 
they're so different that he sh- this decision should have been made by now. Right. So it's ma- not like he's deciding between Utah and Indiana where I'm like, there's pros and cons. I don't know what to do. They're all sort of similar, similar right. standings in the league. It, no, the Lakers and the Raptors and the Clippers are very different teams. And what's likely is that he doesn't feel as urgent as all of the NBA fans do. But he should because whoever he chooses uh, would have liked to known or have known earlier. But he has the power. He and does he have the power. He, and he knows it. But I, if it, it would behoove him to make the decision quick because that will give that team, whoever it turns out to be, more time to get the players that are now unavailable. I don't know if he cares about that right now. He doesn't care about his teammates, future teammates? So. I don't think so right now. <laughs> or I guess we can interpret that as he already knows the teammates that he would have on the Raptors. Does that concern you? That it's like the urgency, that if there should be urgency, it would be to join a new team, not to just go back to what he already knows? Uh, like the know. more time he takes, you're like, well, he's already, he's, he has, he's not been convinced. You're going to be shocked with this answer. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you don't say. That's the first time we've said that this episode. I think... Personally, again, all my views are slanted towards the Lakers. I'm like, you you don't take this long and then say, okay, I'll go run it back with my team. Like, right. the team is the one that you knew about. Mm. So that's the one that you go right back to. Mm-hmm. Like Paul George, when he went back to OKC, he's like, I don't need to meet with the Lakers. Yeah. I want to come back. Right. Who, I, I think I remember tweeting it and people gave me an example. Who takes meetings with four teams and then goes, okay, I'll go back to my team. Nobody wowed me. Unless it's like a play to try and get your contract elevated. Which something. is not the case because the Raptors will literally give him any amount of time, options, money he wants. Right. Uh, what we're doing wrong is applying our logic and any logic <laughs> to trying to understand Kawhi Leonard. And we you. simply don't know. <laughs> He's an enigma. We don't know. Uh People hit me with some um, samples or examples of that. Uh, Carmelo in 2014 was wooed by the Bulls. He ended up staying with the Knicks. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Jordan took a lot of meetings. Remember when he decided to go with the Mavs and then the Clippers locked him in a room? Great day on Twitter. <laughs> when everyone was tweeting proper emojis and then That's Paul right. Pierce came out with like an imaged I think plane. We're d- I think we're due for one of those with the Kawhi situation. You Doesn't it so? seem like, like it just feels like the, we're due for one more what the fuck just happened moment. Again, he's not that, I don't think he, there's something, we talked about this, we were texting about this, who's his closest friend in the <laughs> NBA? Who's his friend? Like, we know that there's a coach out there, this guy who we found an article about, but like, who's like, Kawhi would love to play with this yeah, guy. It's whoever he brought from San Antonio to the Raptors, any mm. trainer, any coach, any whatever. Yeah. Which is what people are murmuring about. Like when he interviews, when he talks to Magic, he was asking, "Will he, um, uh, will will he be able to bring his training staff?" Yeah, he wants to test how much the Lakers like it yeah. or like him. I'm like, dude, trust me, we like you the most. <laughs> you are Don't such worry a about fan. how much we like you. Like, I will fucking hire your your uncle to be the assistant coach. Like, we will give you anything. Do you think that he has concerns about having uh, ten? Veteran minimums, like behind him? <laughs> I don't think he has concerns. Yes. Okay. Uh, Jared Dudley tweets all the eyeball emojis. What Just is that? back to back to back, sure. bunch of eyeball emojis. Yeah, that's not doing much. Yeah, that's not moving the needle. Right. When does that get played out? Like, when does I think Richard Jefferson uh, tweeting, like, Lakers with eyeball emojis? Like, when are we like, bro, we've seen that before. Yeah. Like, grow up. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's trending to over. When, um, when... Uh, Richard Jefferson and Jared Dudley do it. Yeah. That's, it's like we've gotten there. That's right. We've gotten to that point. Uh, Jared Dudley on joining the Lakers. This is something I've been contemplating. Uh, I'd be getting a chance to compete for a championship, which is something I haven't done since the Steve Nash Suns days. Mm. I just think that being home with the Lakers brand 
What's better than that? You know what? I agree with you, Jared Dudley. Why doesn't Kawhi Leonard think so? Subtext, they offered me a check. Uh, Lakers Film Room writes, Palinka is two for two on vet minimum signing so far. This is a Laker homer, but a guy who I respect because he does make fun of the Lakers a lot. Sure. Off to a much better start when it comes to the role players from last season. Okay, great. He hates Rondo. He hated JaVale McGee. He hated Lance Speaking of Rondo, didn't you guys give him like a poison-pilled 24-hour window to like sign a contract this year? What happened there? Turns out he's... um. Not. So he's not on your team next year? He's not. Well, hold that thought. Uh-oh. Vet men? Vet men. God. The, the if we get Kawhi, he is a shoo-in to just run it back with that team. He would love that shit. So we were joking that uh, every player that the Knicks drafted is just a mentor for the youth. And we didn't draft any basketball players, just mentors. And we yeah. would be the New York mentors. <laughs> I think that you guys would be the Los Angeles vet men. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Take your vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> take your vet hashtag take your vitamins. <laughs> the Flintstone vetmins. <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, all right, that's everything I've been thinking about. That's really? everything that we've been talking about. We I don't didn't know what touch left. on half of what happened. This was the Kawhi podcast and he's yeah. not even on a team. I mean, I can't my brain is so preoccupied right now. I don't know what else to do with my life except for talk about Kawhi. I'm surprised we squeezed some Nick Knicks, Nets, Utah, Indie. Um we were gonna wait for Kawhi to make a decision, but I'm afraid I don't know when that'll happen. Last question for you. Kawhi signs with whoever he signs. What is what happens to your state of mind then? All the good stuff from the NBA season is now done. I'm dead. I collapse you like coll- it's the end of a marathon. Got I'm it. Like, you lose oh, all shape. God. You atrophy into a puddle. If it's the Kawhi signing, you celebrate a little. Okay. Like you, you're exhausted. It's like the difference between winning the championship and losing it. Like sure. if you lose it, you've played as many games as the winner, Nothing but you to have show no, for it. <laughs> no release. Nothing to show for it. Struggle, struggle, struggle. Back in lost. the gym. Yes. Go right back to the gym. Yeah. Now which you is start us. looking up. Like, all right. Marcus Morris. How much is he worth? I think we. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Oh, both of the Morris twins on $8 million deals. Yep. No brainer. Right. Boogie Cousins, $12 like, million one you, year. Do you tell yourself that's fun? Like, I think a I few do because I, we still have LeBron and AD. Right. Like, I'm still but seeing you see tweets of like, team, worst case scenario, LeBron and one, AD. You see this team, but it's LeBron and AD. Are you like, there could have been one more? Yeah. Just, I get, I'm so. I didn't even want Kawhi this badly until it became so attainable. Yeah. That's a good call because it's like you joke that we deserve yada yada but like no have you did you convince yourself like we are getting him no really oh at this point yes. no at any point did oh you... no, no um i at this point it feels at likely. any point like like two days ago where you're like i feel like a hundred percent he's no like no okay. no no okay the That's... closest i got was that rd ambition tweet which I'm like, okay, so like now people hear are going to start like... Hear yourself. Yes. <laughs> the closest I got was that RD ambition tweet. We got it. This season has to end. This season's got to end pronto. I guess I guess you could say I was a little over RD ambitious, quite we, frankly. It could end right there. <laughs> Summer League is right around the corner. Uh, I am going to Summer League. If you see me, say hi. Okay. Uh, if not, uh, maybe we'll do another one when Kawhi decides where to go to. What, you, what's your... What's your prediction? I know you think that he, I'd like you to want see him, him on the Raptors. Raptors. Oh, my prediction Come on, is just give me that anything. I think my prediction is he goes to the Lakers. Yes, woo, we did it. <laughs> it's <laughs> funny. I'm like, I'm sending these links to my friends. They're like, is this guy reputable? Reputable? I'm like, no. But you know what? It's still nice to read it. Sure. It's still fun. 
Even if we miss out, I got to read a few tweets that said Kawhi to the Lakers confirmed. Yeah. Enjoy. I don't know who Cuffs the Legend is, but he seems to be quote, clued, clued in. Oh, you don't know about Cuffs the Legend? Save it for another episode. Kawhi's barber slash friend. Ever. Sorry, Le- LeBron's uh, friend slash barber who LeBron has liked his tweets before. He's an insider. He this knows is, this, this, that, the too other. Too much, man. Um, too far down the rabbit hole. Yeah. I, I'm tired. I don't know what to say. I'll upload this episode. Um, send me your strength. I need it more than anybody <laughs> else. How about this question? Who will be the saddest if Kawhi doesn't choose them? The Lakers. That's right. You're the most dramatic. I think, and I think we have the most to lose. Yeah. I feel like... Toronto had their title, so they can't be that upset. The Clippers um, have a solid foundation, a system, and a, uh, yeah. enough players on their team. Sure. The Lakers have four players. Yeah. <laughs> this was all well, in. You did that to yourself, yes. so I don't, I don't feel bad about that. You, don't, you shouldn't feel bad, but I think they, w- they would feel the worst. I would argue that everyone has the same amount to lose, <laughs> and that is the potential of Kawhi Leonard being on your team. Everyone stands to lose that much. <laughs> I feel like Kawhi might be the most hated uh, villain of all time if he doesn't choose the Lakers. And he wouldn't care. <laughs> One bit. He's in the Barbados either way. He does uh, not care. All right, sweet. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for coming down. Congratulations again on your marriage. Thank Lovely you. wedding. Yes. We should have. We, we could have done a deep dive just about the two days there. That's if I were you. Uh, yeah, different podcast. <laughs> uh, we'll be back soon enough. Ciao, everybody. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.